Yo, 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 Aiden, do the thing. What's good, Creamers? What's good, Creamers? Welcome back to episode 144 of the Half and Half podcast. I have it miswritten in the notes here, but it's okay. I adapted. I averted crisis. And as usual, I am Vasant Rambas, joined by my, I don't really, I kind of think of like something related. Irish co-host. I came back from Ireland, (laughs) sure. Yeah. Um, by my Colin Farrell-esque co-host, Aiden Mangan. Sure, there we go. How you doing, man? I'm good. How was Ireland? Welcome back. Uh, the episode that was supposed Thank to go you. out, while, go up while you were gone, I think went up after you came back. But it did get neither it here did get nor there. Monday I was back. <laughs> neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, busy week for you, I guess, right? Yeah, I was like traveling around. Like I was like in in PA, and then I was in Marion with Elise and her yeah. family. So like it was just one of those things where like I just didn't have time to ever like sit down and just knock out the edit, which wasn't even that nah, crazy because yeah. we just talked about we just did a throwback album review. Go check that out if you haven't yeah. already. We talked about acid rap, but like that was an easy episode to edit. I just like put all that in and put it up. But how, by the way, how long is Elisa going to be in North Carolina for the summer? I think until like mid July. For the fans gotcha. that also probably care very much about that information. Gotcha. I I, I was just curious. Um, just trying to think about boys trip potentially. Mm. Um, I I have a few things coming up, so we might if we're gonna do like a boys trip while she's gone, it might just be like Jersey Shore or something. But later in the summer or like early September or something, we might be able to work something out for that's hey, bigger. You if know? you're listening so, right now, you know what that means. Half an hour yeah. podcast live at the Jersey Shore. <laughs> That'd be really funny. How much does it cost, in- do you think, to like rent out a venue to record a lot? <laughs> well, honestly, with the size of our audience, we would just use one of our apartments. <laughs> <laughs> hey, calling all fans to the free live podcast recording. Yeah. Um, it's so weird inviting it, your friends for a live podcast recording. I think I think we should do that one day as a bit. I think that would be really funny. Just like do do a complete like it'd be a terrible episode. It absolutely would be. I understand that, but it would be really funny just to invite friends of ours that listen to the show to just like do a live show. It's like, yeah, we're gonna just, go to a Q and A now. They're just staring at us. They're like, I can't. Yeah. Believe, they're like, we're only here because you cater. <laughs> like, you exactly. Food. We're gonna go to a Q and A now. Actually, it's like it's like we know who you are. If we had we money like that, this. it'd be so funny if you like rented out like a small local restaurant and everyone who comes in, it's like, hey, there's like a free like live podcast. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> What's good, half streamers? And, half and like half podcast live at the Suburban Diner. <laughs> yeah, one person in the crowd just goes like, yay. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, that'd be great. But I will say, speaking of friends, um, I did have multiple people reach out to me about the acid rap episode. And I want to say I appreciate people uh, listening to that that had interest in hearing our thoughts on the album. I'm happy that people did enjoy hearing us talk about an older album like that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, people, if they want to hear some more, just, you know, if you're curious about any album that we we're doing a revival for in honor of our patriots on july 4th. are we really doing revival <laughs> i think we might have to. I think it'd I be guess, really okay you, you've already set up i guess we're gonna do revival around july 4th but um yeah no i'd like we to gotta alternate between albums. like albums that we look back fondly on and then projects that we were like oh god it's pretty this bad terrible the first and time. it's still terrible yeah um yeah no we'll we'll do and hey we'll do albums that we d- haven't listened to before maybe that were yeah like, like I'm... to be important or like no like notorious for some reason yeah like there's a lot of projects that i know are like important in some capacity whether that be they're like considered classics or they were like important in like the era of music that was being made at the time yeah or like changing things up like i know like for example yeah. with hip-hop and a lot of these sound there's a lot of iconic soundcloud projects mm-hmm. that you know matter to like sort of the way hip-hop and rap music has evolved so like yeah like i agree like I'm not like a music historian. I know kind of of these things, but I've not necessarily gone back and looked at them. So, I mean, I think it'd be cool if we like, yeah, dip no, our just toes like, into something. And if, uh, wait, Vasant, the way that you said toes, you're actually picking up a Philly accent. Really? Yeah, no, you you just said dip our toes. Oh boy. People run that back. I swear. I just heard toes out of him. All oh my Philly God. Listeners, wow. Let me know. Let me know. You are real, coming. dude. That's crazy. Okay. Um, Vasanth really is becoming more Philadelphian than I am. I mean, you've you've actually lived in the city, which I, I mean, yeah, I live in the city, yeah. in the, the burbs. <laughs> I, I'm I'm a suburbanite. I understand that. Um, but no, that's um, yeah, no, but like people, creamers, like please just feel free to shoot us a DM, shoot us a text if you know us personally. Um, and just say like, hey, you know, I like this album. I would like to hear your thoughts on, it. or I hate this album. Sure. I would love to hear your thoughts on. It. We are completely willing to take some recommendations and we can definitely try and work it into our episodes. So um, no, yeah, it's always fun to look back on an album and talk about it. And it was, it was fun doing that for something that came out a while ago and being able to kind of think about it and its legacy and all that. So, yeah. And I guess in a way, like this is kind of, we're putting it in the opening banter, I guess it's not necessarily going to be a shop talk sort of dealio, but like Mm -hmm. Ireland, how was it? Yeah, it was good. Any like standout things you want to talk about? Uh, I rode a horse. That was fun. Uh, I oh, walked yeah. a pig. Walked a pig. That's cool. Yeah, like on a leash. <laughs> I know that was like a dream for you. Of course, I loved it. Um, no, it was good. Um, what was we the went pig's to name? Uh, Amelia, and then uh, there was another one named Flora. We you had a good time walking them. Well behaved, all of that. They were wonderful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they were great. Um, yeah, I, I rode a horse named Champ on this like scenic trot through the Irish countryside. That was that really sounds fun. delightful. Mm-hmm. It was, it was delightful. Um, no, Ireland's a wonderful country. Um, people there are very nice. Uh, the environment is just like really like quiet and peaceful uh, in most of it. The cities are really cool. Um, I actually didn't t- go to Dublin, but um, mm. I went to Galway and Cork and both of them were really nice. Um I, I found it funny that some members of my family were saying that Cork was like a bit like quote unquote seedier than the rest of the areas we'd been to. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is fun. This is like a good time. <laughs> it's not, it's, like, got, it's not maybe as touristy, which allows it to be a little more. Nah, like, that's pretty touristy. I, it's it? just because it was a city. It's just, that's why they're saying it. It's just because of the city. Oh. Um, it's like, that's nah, a good time. Um, but no, it's, it is a great place. Uh, I could see myself, you know, spending long term in Ireland if I did settling have down or I connections. 
if I didn't have family or connections in the United States, I could see myself. If I had no, if I had nothing to give a shit about, I'd be gone. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, not even necessarily. But like, if if there was like an opportunity where they're like, Hayden, we need we like for work, like there's like a project in Ireland that's like a year long. I'd be like sold. <laughs> yeah. No. Like you bring yeah. that up. Uh, where I work, we used to have like like the department I work in. We used to have a team that was based in mm-hmm. Ireland apparently and like my manager's wow. manager like moved there like family everything they moved to Ireland to work there and he said like it was he had such a great time there unfortunately they ended up shutting down the Ireland oh, arm that's a shame to move back that's yeah. after a while after a bit but he said like the time there was like really fun uh like it was really cool like the like he said like the vibe there was like very different like obviously you got like yeah. you're probably you got like your bars and like you know pubs that are like probably like adults there but he said like a lot of them mm-hmm. are like very familial like people are there were like mm-hmm. yeah absolutely kids and apparently it's like common tradition there that like you know you drink a beer with your dad or whatever like that sort of stuff which i think is kind of cool yeah no it's 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 a very nice country with the very not like the people there were very kind and just like mm-hmm. it, it was very funny because like when they'd walk around on the street, they were like very stoic looking, you know, like they weren't really smile. It's like in the South, you know, people like smile at each other on the street all the time. Yeah. Like it wasn't anything like that. But if you actually like engaged with people, like they were just generally like very friendly. Yeah. They're like um, nice, but like they're, they, they're, it's one of those like they've got things they're doing, but like if you were to approach them, they're not going to like be mad at you. Yeah. And, um, I did get a great story from, um, uh, friends of the show, former guests and probably future guests as well. Uh, Lindsay, uh, who was on vacation with us, uh, as she is dating my older brother. Yeah, who was it? It was up with you, that lore. It was Larry, me, my brothers, uh, Larry and John, Lindsay, and my parents. Okay. So it was a whole family trip. Um, nice. yeah. So they, um, Lindsay said at one of the bars when we were like, like we were getting drinks and some, she saw on the outside this like one guy walk up to his group of friends, just went. The lads. <laughs> oh, that's delightful. Yeah, just like linking up with your lads in the Irish bar. I was like, that's, we that's, need to do that more that in rips. this country. That's what Absolutely. we're missing. <laughs> lads got to be lads. Let me tell you. I mean, that's like a meme. Like, I, I'm sure, like here, like you go up to and you're like, ah, it's the boys. But like, I don't know something yeah. that, like looking at your group of friends and just saying the lads. Like, that's delightful. I, La- I bet they lads have a great time look- lads is better than boys let's be real that's a great name the lads <laughs> and i bet he had a great i bet all of them had a fantastic time that night oh absolutely um but yeah ireland's great man um how was the guinness the alleged the guinness so ireland? i will say this i personally believed that the guinness was a little better john said that there was no difference I think that there's an aftertaste in the American beer of Guinness that was not in the Irish one. That's okay. what I would say. So and it it's felt hard, right, like, to parse out if like you feel like it should taste better because like that's what people tell you, right? Or yeah, yeah, if it's influenced or not. But I I felt like the Irish one was a little better. So don't they pour it differently? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the science. I didn't go to the Guinness factory while you we were there. No, like so. when they pour it in your glass. I did not watch them pour anything, so honestly... You just I, got the glass yeah. and said, bottoms up? Yeah, exactly. Um, I was like, thank you, and I just drank it, so... Obviously, like, you're with your parents, and, like, it's like a family yeah. trip. But I think something that's always, like, it's interesting, like, something like, as, like, you know, I don't even think you have to be young, who cares how old you are. Um, 
like does Ireland seem like a fun place to get drunk in, right? Because I feel like not every city oh, is absolutely. a great place to get yeah. drunk in. Like I don't want to get drunk in New York personally. Oh well, you're missing like out, my friend. You're missing like out, hassle. my friend. Being drunk in Manhattan is a great time. I can tell you that one. Okay, well, fair um, we'll we'll fix that. With well, actually, you no, 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 no. Well, actually, what I will say is, I have fun. Like, I'm not saying I don't have fun, but like, I like getting when I get drunk in Philly. I like it because I can walk back to my place. Like, I can walk from bar to bar very easily. Mm-hmm. And like Charlotte, like once you you can get to an area that has a bunch of establishments linked like next to one another. But like getting mm-hmm. there is not as easy because like sure. I don't live in the city and like you have to yeah. drive over, take the light rail. It's like more there's more steps. When you want to yeah. go out and yeah. just get lit or like have a great time, you want it to be as straightforward as possible to me. Hey, Man- Manhattan's got areas that are basically just bars. So Yeah, maybe because like well, I went to New York City with Elisa's family and we were just like roaming around. So like I was mm-hmm. just tired from walking. So maybe that's why I was like, ah, I hate getting drunk here and walking. Well, they call around. it the big city, so it makes sense. Um Yeah, you you you're missing out, my friend. Being drunk in Manhattan is a great time. I can tell you that. <laughs> I want to see Run the Jewels in September. We'll see. Wait, when is that concert again? September. What dates? You bar are you gonna be like, I can't make it? No, no, I can make it. I was just like trying to figure that out. For those listening who would like to join the the half and half crew at uh, the RTJ show at Terminal Five in New York City, it is on. Okay, it's making me sign it. I'll just tell you after the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wednesday, September thirteenth. Is that it? Terminal no, we're Five. Right? We're not going on a Wednesday though. We're on. Wednesday. Okay, that's it's the weekend after then. It's like the Friday or something, right? Yeah. I, I, like, I'm pretty excited just because like it's something like I never was like a big concert goer and now we've got like I've got like two on schedule you and me are seeing Peggy and Danny Brown in Philly on like a Tuesday yeah yeah uh, September uh, okay 16th yeah is around the jewels yep. okay cool I, I just want to make sure I didn't mess up and double book myself because you are listening and you work with me <laughs> uh, work with me I will not be coming into work on, or I will not yeah. be online on Wednesday I will be sleeping <laughs> so. yeah I, probably same here um the I was going to save us off. I, I just had to make sure of that because the weekend before I'm actually going to Pittsburgh. So I just wanted to make sure You're I wasn't covered. Mess those up. Yeah, I'm you covered. You'll be good. a Yinzer for a weekend. I am such a busy man. Wow. Look <laughs> at you living life. Well, I mean, just even like coming up. The world got, is your oyster. I've got two trips to Virginia in the next, like at the end of June, early July. Um, I'll probably take an, a boys trip with you in the next like month or so. And on top of that, I've got I don't have anything. I don't have anything in August yet, I think. But September, I've got two back-to-back weekends right there. So, living a busy life, man. Hey, I respect it. Yeah, I try my best. Try my best. Do my thing. And, oh, uh, I've got a wedding this weekend too, and I've got a wedding June 9th as well. Yeah, love is in the air. The world. Love is, is in the air, man. Yeah, love is in the air. Start taking inspiration for your short film about your life. You've got a lot going on. <laughs> God, when am I going to film it? I'm so busy. <laughs> You're on location. You're a bunch of different oh places. Oh, my God. Well, I just think about what I've got for a free weekend. Oh, my God. Okay. I can't wait for your short film where one scene is in Virginia and the same scene <laughs> is in a different location. It's in, like, yeah. New York or something. Yeah. Also, short film is not about my life directly. Don't worry. <laughs> it's not that pretentious. I don't think I'm that interesting. So. Um, 
I guess I know yeah. we got on tangent, but yeah, the, I guess how drunkable is Ireland just from the vibes? Because I, I I don't imagine you were throwing it back. I did not get pints, drunk. Um, no, no, I did not get drunk, but it's a very drunkable t- uh, country. Absolutely. Unsurprising, but you heard it here, folks. Yeah, Ireland. Gal- Galway would Galway would have been a great time to get drunk in. I would just say. Do that. you get Absolutely. why Ed Sheeran wrote the song about it? Um, do I wish that that British oppressor would leave? Yes, I do. Um, do I understand why he wrote it? Sure, I'm sure. I'm sure that there, like, I'm sure there was a beautiful woman he met. But um, his Galway girl. Love, exactly. But um, I would love for the British to get out of that country forever. Uh, <laughs> did you did you throw out a Lizzie's in a box at any point while you were there? Oh uh, yeah, we did. We did. Me and Larry did that at one point. Um, Wait, really? <laughs> Not like, not like out in public, just like as a joke in the car. We were like, Lizzie's in the box. Lizzie's in the box. Oh, come on. You got to like get it. You got to get to like a raucous bar or pub and just like yeah. yell it out there. What was sick though is like, Start a fight we with the there. British loyalists. There, there, there are two things that were particularly funny. One, uh, we were at a farm that we did like this old Irish farm tour at. And uh, we got to pet some pigs. I got to pet a baby cow. That was fun. Um, that's cool. In the waiting area, an IRA fight song was playing, which was awesome. And um, while we were in Ireland on our like last day there, uh, the Sinn Féin are the party that was basically um, founded as like the offshoot of the IRA. Yeah. Uh, they just took over the major. They just became the majority in Northern Ireland's uh, local government. And I was like, oh my god unified ireland is happening <laughs> yes sir let's do it that, one of time. my greatest dreams of my lifetime i would love to see a unified ireland i would love for northern ireland to leave the uk and to join ireland it would be awesome and make a bigger ireland yeah that's how we win let me tell you up the ra baby there you go <laughs> um i should be careful about saying that that's a loaded thing to say Hey, it'll be like the time we talked about Hong Kong independence and we got botted and we got a bunch of like starts or whatever on our analytics. Yeah, exactly. That that was hilarious. We got like 300 starts, but like the normal now streams on that. Hey, maybe we should talk about Chinese politics more. And yeah, okay. China, <laughs> China, Hong Kong, Hong Kong, free Hong Kong, China, China, Taiwan, <laughs> Taiwan LeBron, Taiwan. LeBron, LeBron James, Taco Tuesday. They made that into swept, an ad. Swept, swept. It's an ad. Yeah. LeBron Taco Tuesday. Okay, Vasanth, let me ask something about um basketball related real quick. And I, I know we'll get to our topic soon. But I, I mean, I don't got today. much to share, so go for it. Yeah. Okay. Sixty million per year, right? Like let's say like seven years. Do would you want the Chicago Bulls to put that on the table for Austin Reeves? <laughs> for Austin? How many years? The seven years, sixty mil a year. 42 so million, $420 million. $420 million on the table. For Austin Reeves? Dude's lethal. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I, I will say this. It's people. Austin Reeves is actually a good basketball player. It's oh, yeah, not just because he's white. Yeah. He's actually good. He was easily the Lakers' third best player. And, like, on any given night would play, like, sometimes their best player for stretches yeah. of the game against the Nuggets. But yeah. – uh, seven years, four hundred twenty mil. <laughs> I'd say no. It'd be really funny if we got Reeves after we got Caruso. We just keep stealing the Lakers' white boys. Yeah, the Lakers' white boys moving to Chicago to play better there. 
But they probably keep him because uh, yeah, I personally do not think LeBron is going to retire. But the, he said the he was kind of vague about not retiring, retiring, and I think part of that was just to put pressure on the front office to do that. So letting letting that, your like yeah. best player outside of Anthony Davis leave is probably not the best you idea. See, Le- LeBron, like I-, I say this with like the the utmost respect because I do like LeBron. Um. He he loves attention. Yeah, he's so, gonna pass up the retirement tour. Yeah, come on, he loves attention. He, he would not just silently ret- retire. He would get the greatest retirement tour ever. Yeah, like Kobe's was really good and really cool. It's gonna be bigger than that. Also, his son will be in the league after next season, most likely. So yeah. I the- think he's gonna spend one year in the same league as his son, just so he can play against him. Play against him. Play with him. Um, I think and, it, well, I, I guess it depends on his contract if he can like get well, out of it. I think it ends him, but... after this year, maybe. Uh, maybe. Okay. But also the other thing too to consider is when he's saying that, I think what you have to understand is like understand where he is at that moment. They just got swept. Mm-hmm. He's been playing yeah. on like a fucked up foot for like yeah. I think a couple months at this point. He just carried hard with his 38-year-old ass body, just trying its best. You know what I mean? Like he's exhausted, yeah. he's defeated. Like at th- in that moment, he's his foot probably has been a bitch, and he's thinking about the rehab process. Like in that moment, mm-hmm. he's probably just like, man, I don't know if I want it. Like in that moment, yeah, you feel like, man, that's a lot. Yeah, the wear and tear, and a lot of like a bit of a road to recovery as well. So I think in that moment, it's understandable that <laughs> like he might just kind of be like, I don't want to think about it right now. Yeah, it's like, but people, be real. Do we really think LeBron James will pass on the retirement tour? <laughs> retirement tour and the chance to play with his son? Absolutely not. That man loves attention, and he loves his son. He's going to like go for it. Oh, God, uh, it would be, yeah. it would be, it would be really funny though if he like took next year off. And then came back. I've heard rumors like, that, like, depending year. on the recovery for the injury, he might not play. It depends on like how mm. rough the recovery is, but maybe he doesn't play that much next year, or he misses. Like, Fair a enough. Jump. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Wow. Well, this sounds I mean, wrong. This sounds really wrong, but maybe he's saving himself for his son. <laughs> uh you could have said that so many other. Ways, I know, bro. and I was like, I'm committing to it. I hate this. All right, episode over. <laughs> the show canceled. Adam's moving to Ireland. Show's done. It's over. Yeah, I gotta go be a sheep farmer in Ireland instead. That God would not want this. <laughs> um, you know what else God probably doesn't want? Let's hear it. Probably didn't want the 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 running the running mates of Rod DeSantis and Elon Musk. All right. That's we'll call that a transition. Sure. <laughs> Thanks, LeBron. <laughs> Thanks, LeBron. Thanks, Bronny. Thanks, LeBron. Appreciate you. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk about the uh, next topic now. Then. Yeah, DeSantis and Musk. Yeah, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Well, we're back and. Uh, so much of LeBron, if you asked me, will I be recording another episode after this? I'd have to tell you, I don't know. I have a lot to think about. Uh, That's pretty good. I feel like I could have done better with that segue, that transition, and I really blew that opportunity. <laughs> I have to evaluate my options as a podcaster going forward. So. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'll give you that one, man. Appreciate it. Also, uh, just I, LeBron is not a major topic in today's episode, but I do want to just bring it up because I just saw it pop up on my phone. LeBron was playing with a torn tendon in his foot. So, yeah, I'd be pretty like, yeah, I don't want to think about playing any more basketball. Yeah, that's that seems terrible. 
but what else was terrible was the DeSantis Musk Twitter space and in like a broader sense just the fact that they're like a duo so you know you're you're more I think aware of this you've been dunking on Ron Rob DeSantis for like months now so I feel like you've been waiting you've been rubbing your hands waiting for another DeSantis oh, I've, I've been waiting disaster yeah. class all right time to talk about Ron disaster um, Ron disaster himself Dude, I, I was so pissed. I came up with Ron Disaster, like, during the Twitter space stuff. And then it was a Daily Mail headline, like, five minutes later. I was and like, are you kidding me? That's such a great right there. Yeah. You picked uh, Daily Mail. Give my boy props mentally. You should have sensed know, in the right? universe someone else had put that out there. I was so pissed. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> um, But, yeah, so... Ron DeSantis finally, finally, finally announced that he's running for president, which was like, it was like, at this point, it felt like, why even bother? Yeah, I'd argue by waiting so long, it kind of like was worse. You know what I mean? I feel like if you'd said this earlier, there would have been something. If he announced like a month after the midterms, it would have been like lethal to Trump's chances, honestly. Um. Because at that point, that that midterm performance was ringing really upsetting with the Republican voters. But at this point, DeSantis, uh, like, he just had time to, like, flail around in public. And people have been waking up to the fact that he's a weird, weird dude, okay? Just, like, unsettling to watch, you know? Um, Not even in the sense that he's, like, doing anything, like, particularly strange. It's more just his inner, like, the way he interacts with people. He's a weird dude to watch. Uh, There's something going on. He needs a patch-up date. He does. Like on like again, not saying not saying we like the guy on the show, but Trump kind of was cooking when he said that DeSantis needs a total personality transplant. Yeah, he's like, like like Trump is an annoying, but like the thing with Trump, right, is like I don't like him. Like we're not fans of him as like a guy. He's like a bad guy, right? But in the same mm -hmm. way, like a good show has a great villain that's really compelling, and you're like, okay, that dude's awful, but I fuck with him. As a villain, well, I'll give you an, like an example in like a so, recent time. I, I saw. Guardians I guess we I guess we just found. I just guess we just got an endorsement in twenty twenty four from Vasant. <laughs> that guy's a bad dude, but I fuck with him. <laughs> He's yeah. gonna put that in the campaign. Vasant, that'd be so funny. I'd crack up if like there was just like but, audio clip of me going, "That dude is a that dude is a villain. He's an awful guy, but I fuck with him." It's just like minorities are supporting Donald Trump in larger <laughs> scales than ever before. Put yeah. plays audio of you. <laughs> well, yeah, what I'm trying like the actual point is like I saw Guardians three recently, and like the main villain in that movie is like not even there, there's no like oh I can see it's not one of those villains where you can see what he's trying to do. He's just mm-hmm. awful, but like yeah, charismatic in how awful he is, and that makes him a, like a good villain, like just evil. Yeah. You know what I mean? By the way, Trump, Guardians three, a, great time, right? Yeah, great movie. Marvel's best movie since Infinity War, probably, right? Absolutely, yeah. The Infinity War Endgame stuff. But, yeah. yeah, so I'd say Trump has that same sort of allure to him where, like, you don't like him, but there is, like, an entertaining, like, thing to him. And I, like, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that, me, like, I'm not saying, like, you have to, like, there's a positive feeling associated with that. There is, like, a magnetism he has that DeSantis very clearly lacks. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, even, like, like even like guys like Tim Pool, who is just I, I hate Tim Pool so much. He's so stupid. But he um he's a, he's he's, a, he's part of the Grifters R Us organization. Yeah, his whole his whole bit. He's like, well, I'm like a classical liberal, you know, like I'm like, and he's just like spouting like the same stuff that conservatives do. It's like, 
absolute craft. But he um he said like and let me find the tweet again because I tweeted about because I was like this is like the worst. Um, the he said, Ron... yeah. So it was yeah, Ron yeah, DeSantis. Great policy, strong action, impressive. Character and charisma, however, is lacking. I know he can do it. He needs some media training. You should get that before you run for freaking president, man. You should be pretty good at like talking before yeah. being a politician, you would argue, let alone running yeah. for president of the goddamn country. And by the way, me and Aiden will tell you, we actually want people who to run who have like good policy and ideas and yes. like, know what they're yes. doing. But yes, obviously the way the American, like the general public seems to like be like, the reason Trump worked in 2016 is he was running against Clinton, who was not very well liked. Plus, mm-hmm. he was an insane person running, and that like that's the magnetism, like the like the villain who is somehow like alluring because of how I... much of a villain they are. DeSantis is kind of the same thing in the sense, like I don't think anyone particularly likes him, and he's kind of like a wet blanket or whatever. Yeah, right. Like, exactly. And like the thing, the thing with like. I'll say this too about Trump in 2016. Another thing to just remind people about, he lost the popular vote. So even with the fact that he did do, he overperformed, he still wasn't like this guy that captured America in like a way that no one ever had. Um, George Bush did better than him in the past. I think Mitt Romney actually got more votes than him in 2016. Um, and Romney just like lost an electoral landslide. His turnout was much lower in the Clinton, um, Clinton election, but mm-hmm. or Clinton Trump election. Uh, but no, it's true. Trump has like a magnetism to him that DeSantis entirely lacks. We're not even getting into the like main point of the segment yet. We're just talking about how trash the man is as a politician. Um, Which makes it the also up- – yeah, go ahead. And I was going to say the other big problem with DeSantis is that you can just smell fraud all over him. If like you like know anything about him, the dude made his whole personality just like kissing up to Trump, you know? He has no policy positions and no like stances that are uniquely his. He is just a feed, like he just feeds off of like whatever online conservative grift is going on at that moment. And then he just like, he just like is a voice piece or a mouthpiece for it. And it says a lot to me when like someone like Tim Pool, who is also like devoid of any sense of personality other than just being like a grifting mouthpiece kind of guy is telling you that you lack character. I, I would say I would say this Tim Pool has more personality because Tim Pool at least has like an angle, you know, where it's like I'm a like it's a stupid angle, but it's like I'm a disaffected like classical liberal and like the left has gone insane, whatever. Yeah, like DeSantis is he's, he's angle got a stick, I guess you could attribute yeah, to him, even DeSantis if I also is, defied him completely like as a he's not a, that's not a he's not a real person to me. No, no. DeSantis' angle is so boring. That's the biggest problem. He has, like, what is he going to give you that you're not going to get from Donald Trump? Because the man has modeled himself after Donald Trump. Yeah, policy-wise, aren't they going to probably be in very similar avenues? I I would argue DeSantis will be more extreme on some things, but yeah. Yeah, so, like, Um, at that point, okay, your policy isn't separating you. What is? That's the thing. It's about, like, it always should be about policy, but everyone kind of knows that like politics feels like fucking wrestling sometimes and people yeah. are i mean and that's what's fucked up about it these are decisions that impact our lives and these people are out here trying to like cut promos or whatever but if your policy doesn't like, differentiate you from the other guy then like you gotta have like something different to offer as like a leader as a person and i don't think he does i mean if if i mean all, different like, in all... the sense that he's like a shittier version 
I mean, all the prospective GOP nominations are talking about like Dylan Mulvaney as if like her being in a Bud Light campaign is a serious campaign issue. So they're all shades of the same thing right now. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're not like doing anything policy wise to differentiate. The Didn't problem with talk DeSantis, about this after what, the midterms um, where you talked about how the GOP tried to like run on being sick little freaks. Like it felt like an evolution oh, yeah, they, of the they, Trump stick, and it just didn't work. Because everyone well, knows what yeah. it is now. Well, the biggest problem was that everyone running in that midterm was a sick little freak. And it was so obviously apparent to the American people that they were weirdos, you know? And yeah. even if these people are less, like, upfrontly weird as those midterm guys that lost those elections, um, it's still, again, what is going to be the thing that pulls them, pulls voters away from Donald Trump, who they've all modeled their entire identity after, that they have that he doesn't? There's nothing. There's Donald nothing that they have track. that he what doesn't. Are those, like, Donald Trump could drop one of those tracks where, like, the classic hip hop is where it's like, "They're my sons." Like, that's legitimately what it literally is. is. Yeah, it's it's exactly like all these. And all everyone's these, like, everyone's all these nominees like, aware are my son. of the, the like, shtick, right? Like the the sort yeah. of shock value of what he is isn't different. No, exactly. Yeah. Um. So. Get, now to get to like the main point after we've talked about why the dude's already screwed in this election and why he will not win the nomination. Um, he decided to forego the typical network TV announcement, which is something that they always do. Uh, and I'm like, I'll get to why they do it later. But um, instead of doing that, he put out a short like minute and a half video on Twitter that was like absolutely terrible. That was just like, I'm sorry, I hate the man so much. <laughs> He's such a fraud. It was such, it was a terrible minute and a half video where he like makes it look like he's running on like an appeal for normalcy, which I completely predicted he was going to do. And it was so funny that he did that. It was and like, my, guys, my campaign is just, I'm going to be normal. And it's like, that's which not, is, what is that? such a freak too. It's which so doesn't fun. work. Yeah. He's like, we, he's like you said, he's a weirdo. Like, how are he's you going to He's a weird guy to watch. Like he, like, it's so apparent. He's not normal. He's he weird. just moved like a Roblox man. Yes. Um, but, but also like policy wise, he's not, well, maybe you could say for the GOP, but he's not normal. Like this idea that like you could, I think you, you maybe probably could run on this idea of like, we need to get America to like a more like normal place a place of like less polarization you know keeping people more like unified and like being able to talk to one another without wanting to rip each other rip each other's throats out that's messaging that you've probably already seen but like he can't do that because everyone knows that's not him bro is not brian fitzpatrick you know (laughs) like (laughs) no for real like i think you kind of nailed it when you said he crafted himself after trump you can't really do that anymore so now he's trying to like it's like trying to find a new personality yeah, and I loved he was like, you know, in the video, in the video, he says just like the, the most normal, like dumb stuff where he's like, common sense is not so common anymore. Oh my and God, what are you like? It's a like, fucking oh English my teacher God, in like dude. seventh yeah. grade? Like everyone's heard that. Are you going to, next thing you're going to say, uh, it's may I go to the bathroom? Like, is that what is that? <laughs> wrong? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, I like he also dropped in there too. He's like, we chose uh facts I go over to my fear neutral bathroom that you're probably going to try and outlaw once you become president you little freak like what's wrong yeah, well, with you? What, what i what i love too is like he, like he's yeah exactly and he said stuff like we chose facts over fear which is about when with covid like they kept things open which is not true because he closed the freaking beaches when covid first started <laughs> 
<laughs> also, like, like whenever people like obviously it's people debate it, but you can't say we chose facts. Like we need to choose facts over fear, and it's like the facts supported being kind of scared. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, what are we doing? And like, and then this like, man's getting like, owned shows. by Disney right now. What is he talking it's about? So, it, oh my god, I genuinely this think legitimately that's is a Mickey Mouse ass presidency run. Exactly. Um. So after this video is released, uh, like five His minutes merch later, is ass was... too. <laughs> I haven't even looked at the merch, but I trust you on that. I'm. I, I will. I will. Uh, you keep talking. I'm going to find it. Sure thing. Yeah. So after that, they launched the, the Twitter space, um, which people don't know. If you're a healthy person who's not chronically online, I'm happy for you. If you don't know what a Twitter space is, it is essentially like a Discord chat, basically, except it's open to the public on Twitter for the most part. I think you can do private ones, probably, but you can just like open up to any Twitter. Yeah, people user. do it oftentimes after like, I've seen a lot after big sporting events. Yeah. Hop yeah. in, let's talk about the game that just happened kind of deal. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's basically a way to invite trolls to say slurs on um, NBA official accounts. Like it's pretty much probably what it does. Um, so DeSantis or Musk and this other guy, David something, I don't even know. He probably works for Twitter. I don't know what he was doing there. We're hosting DeSantis and all DeSantis was supposed to do was hop on this Twitter space and give like a 10 minutes announcement speech. And that was pretty much it. Right. Um, the Twitter space, because of the volume of people, and I'm going to say this too, the volume of people was not something that was unreasonable for an online service to hold. It's just because Twitter service are about terrible. Like kind of notable political move of announcing you're going to run for president. Yeah. It's like, I'm just saying this Twitter servers are terrible. So it hit peak people with like 700,000, um, which is a sizable amount of people. But it's again, it, like YouTube, you could have been having like, 10 million people watching at once and it would it would have been fine you know mm -hmm. um so he chose twitter because it's like the weird culture war stuff about like musk buying it for free speech reasons or whatever um which we know means nothing but anyway um desantis was like you know trying to give his speech he kept getting kicked out of the spaces because of the sheer volume of people it kept crashing people's apps it kept breaking it was just like an absolute mess. And it was so obvious that this would happen because it's like, why would you do this on like the most broken website? You know, we all know Twitter is a terrible, terrible website. With Musk just, running it. Yeah. Yeah. Like and you argue been, before that it, it's like a cesspool kind of place. Sure. Yeah. But on a technical scale, whatever, since Musk bought it, if you use the app, you have just been able to see like stuff randomly breaking glitches that weren't there before is a terrible website. Absolutely. Um, and like, it's the idea, like his, his idiots running his campaign must've done this because they thought like, Oh, well, Trump utilized Twitter and he became the president. It's and like, yeah, Elon has been but... very vocal in his support for DeSantis saying things. And I'm referencing a Washington post article. That's like pulled all this together. So shout out to the Washington post uh, mm -hmm. where they said he like tweeted in, uh, I guess last July, but like if DeSantis runs against Biden in 2024, DeSantis would win without campaigning. Not that's true. By so the way, untrue. so devoid of anything decent. Yeah. Like he wouldn't have a chance. I personally don't like feel like Trump is gonna like like I feel like Biden's like can take Trump on a second run around. We'll see. We'll see. But like I'm calling I'm, call I'm calling a, this would be really easy. I'm calling this right here, and y'all can bookmark me if I'm wrong, but that's fine. Uh I think the only way that 
that Joe Biden is not the president in 2024, or I should say 2025, once his second term would start, is if he is dead. That is like the only <laughs> reason. You can you can you can quote me on that. I will put that out. You realize there if he actually ends up passing care. away, they're going to come after you. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I will speak my truth. I was I said unless he's dead. That's the only reason. Yeah. But that's my thing. It's like, like with Trump, like I, I'm not like. And by the way, once again, yeah, I mean, we don't like the guy, but like the dude is able to like rally votes pretty impressively. Now, after how things <laughs> ended for him, <laughs> no, I'm saying Trump. I mean, I, even him like, again when he won the like election. The first, he, I'm saying the first time around, but I think I will turn say the second was, time. That's like, like a horrend- That that's like a historically low turnout election that he. Yeah, won, that's so what I'm saying. I, like, I think. His, I wouldn't like, even ability go to take advantage of the apathy of the country worked well. I think last time yeah. you saw it, he got beat and he lost in such a un he saw it lost in such a terrible way that there are people who were like one of like you know people who claim to be like I'm in the middle and I lean right who are like fuck that guy. Yeah. Because like absolutely. the dude just straight up like you know like was behind a coup and he was behind you know calling election fraud. So like I per- I'm I'm with you. I think Biden probably Biden handles whatever candidate like fine. But DeSantis, mm-hmm. he would be, I think, handedly. Yeah, absolutely. Again, dude just has no sauce. That's his problem. I mean, his policies suck, and he has no sauce. Like, you've really failed twice here, Rob. You, you can get over bad policy because a lot of the American people doesn't actually care about policy um, if yeah. you have sauce. But the man has yeah. no sauce. Yeah, exactly. And I think, like, Elon Musk also has, like, no sauce, in my opinion. Just his army of tech nerds isn't going to dissuade me from, like, the fact that the dude is a loser to me. Yeah. You can't change yeah. that opinion for me. And, like, it is so fun. I mean, no one's surprised because this is a talking point that the right loves to parade around where Elon will say stuff like, I'm bringing free speech back. Uh, the site's going to be a truly, like, a neutral place for open discourse. And he's trying to make it a right-wing social media platform. Yeah, you which are has been openly very funny. hosting the presidential announcement of a GOP candidate. You've endorsed him before already. Like, come mm-hmm. on now. Yeah. So he only interacts with tweets from people that you would say align with that side of the argument, right? I've never seen him yeah. have a positive interaction with someone who is not like a grifter parading like different like conservative or conspiratory agendas. Like, come on. We know. No, shit, exactly. Man. We know the deal. Yeah. So again, like the thing, like hit, like it's Ron disasters announcement was an absolute disaster, um, which is so funny too because he had like a interview with Fox News at eight p.m. After that, it's like, dude, just announce it on Fox News, you know, like because I'm gonna tell you something about the TV, right? And that's more than Fox set- News and have like Fox News can live stream their broadcast on Twitter. Like yeah, news they organizations could. will do that. They could have just done a simulcast kind of thing. I'm going to tell you something about the TV, right? The TV doesn't break when a lot of people turn it on. <laughs> Your That's TV might right break, there. but like the broadcast should hold up fine. Yes, people have been exactly. Shit for eons. Yeah, they have the infrastructure. They know how to do that. Why do you think, and also a lot of eyes are going to get on there with TV and Ron DeSantis, you are not going to win the young vote. Older people skew with TV. So, or yeah, go TV audience skews older. So go for your audience. You are not going to win with, I guess what you're thinking is you can win the primary with the young vote, but I cannot tell you how many 18 year olds think Donald Trump is epic. <laughs> they don't think you're epic, man. <laughs> like, and that's uh, the word they're using. <laughs> that's the word they're using. 
Um, but here's the other thing too, right? Like, let's talk about yeah. the Twitter space itself. It started to like crash around, according to the this Washington Post article, as like it got to like 600k people, it started to like really struggle, and then it yeah. collapsed. I saw like a reported number that it got as high as 700 something k, and it collapsed. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the thing: you can't sit here. So here's, here's the thing, right? You get you're kind of like you're boned either way because if you like, as Elon Musk in the Twitter brass want to sit here and say oh we had this is an unprecedented amount of viewership like oh my god like this is setting some sort of like crazy record the problem is for an online platform viewership it doesn't whether that be youtube videos and total views youtube videos that have live streams or premieres where people are watching it live twitch live streams it is not the numbers are like you can say impressive but relative to the numbers we've seen put on the board on those platforms it's nothing it really yeah. is. For yeah. an online platform, that's not a crazy amount of people. For Twitter yeah. spaces, maybe it was. But what I would say is, if were they not – like, here's the thing. You either were not expecting a lot of people to tune in for this, which is an indictment on the announcement and how, like, no one really gives it that much of a shit. Mm-hmm. Or you were expecting a great turnout, and you were just really bad at running the platform. Yeah. Like, you're an idiot either way. You're like, you look dumb either way. The fact that there was, like – like they didn't stress test and they'll probably say we did and they didn't stress test for this many people. But then that feeds into my point. Oh, so you didn't think he could pull this crowd. So what does it say about him? You know what I mean? Or your expectations yeah. for him. Bro clearly has never been on Spotify when a Drake album drops. That's all I'll say. You I'm know, sorry. Yeah, you've like... been on, and you told, we were talking before the show, uh, the versus battles on Instagram, live yeah. streamed things, right? Those are like millions of viewers. Yeah, yeah, and they their servers held up fine. You know, it's like that. Twitter's a terrible. So happens website. when you fire eighty percent of your staff and your person watch. Oh, the person overseeing the Twitter servers is like one dude on his fifth Red Bull of the day. Like you know. Yeah. What I mean? No, exactly. That poor guy. I feel bad for the guys running that server, like the servers during that. He must have been freaking out. Yeah, and like I bet you, must... like, yeah, he's like freaking out, and then he's got to call one of his colleagues and ask her, and she's like, "Hey, can you and your team like come help me out here or something?" I don't know. Like, yeah. Twitter's like technical support has to go support their own internal problems. Like, come on. Yeah, it must have been awful. Um, but yeah, so over just like what a disaster for him. Like, it's just a like such a failure. Everyone looks stupid. And it gave it, Trump, it, has, Trump already could dunk on the guy, right? But oh, he already has. Like, mm-hmm. like there were a few things, but I was just going to say, like, before then, like, this is like the definition of failure to launch, you know? Which I know it's an ironic term to use with Elon and his rockets and all that. I get it. But I just, I literally do mean this. It is failure to launch. You need your You're launching a campaign and you failed. Look, v- Vasant, what do you remember from Trump announcing his president or his run for presidency in 2016? I don't, I just remember being like, oh shit, he's actually running. I think that was my reaction. Okay. Well, you're missing what I was hoping to see. But like, don't you remember him going down the golden escalators in Trump Tower? Oh, yeah, he did do that. Yeah. You need that imagery. You need something for people to hold yeah, on to. Yeah, your campaign has started off on literally the wrong, like, the worst, like, way it could have started. Or one and of the also, worst for, it started. It literally failed to be announced, basically. For your announcement speech to be in an audio-only form, what the hell are you doing? Get some cameras on you, you know? What is, like, what are you thinking? 
yeah, how, like, like that's not I, that's not shareable. That's not viral. That's like that's so stupid. Yeah, I think you announce your campaign on Fox News or and like maybe like you're, it's being simulcast like live streamed on Twitter or whatever, right? You announce it and then you do the Twitter space and talk to your butt buddy Elon Musk's or whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you announce you talk it to you your do, simp on Twitter space. You do, you do your ten minute yeah, you do your ten minute speech on network TV and then afterwards you talk with Elon on spaces. That's fine. And if that fails, it's it's whatever because you already did your announcement. People have that image already. But you it's just like it's stumbling out of the gate. It is so stupid to do that. It's literally the worst. It's like it's just like people are like, oh yeah, he announced he was running for president. Oh yeah, and when he did it, like failed. Like the crash Twitter broke. Yeah. Like his announcement was busted from the beginning. Yeah. And if like look, if he underperforms in like Iowa, which is always like the first caucus, um. People are just going to be like, oh, failure to launch. It's just like his Twitter thing. It's just going to be the, the joke people keep making about his entire campaign. So just just what an idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, <laughs> what an idiot, man. It's just two like, it's just two idiots who like are just like huffing each other's like, you know, they're like on each other's fumes, basically. And like DeSantis is like, oh, yeah, Twitter is becoming this right wing platform. Musk loves me. This will be a great opportunity to launch my campaign. And it flopped. It's like it's the equivalent of like when you like when like someone starts dating someone else and they like yeah. kind of like they maybe like have soft launched it a little bit. Like you see like the same person in their stories or their pictures mm -hmm. and then they like post it for real and they send it to the group or they send it to their friends in the group chat and all their friends are just kind of like, oh, that's nice. Like that's the that's what happened. Yeah. Also, if you are going to do it on Twitter, um, literally, like, if you can get him, do a video interview with Tucker. Yeah, like, Tucker say some shit about how he would love to do stuff on Twitter because this is the that's what he's going to do. Musk he's he's going to start. He's he's basically going to start doing his show on Twitter instead. Um, I, I'm literally saying like get get someone like Tucker that has like a, like pull, you know, and like you could have again. The most important thing is just having video of it. And not just like audio clips. That's not viral. Audio clips are not viral like we videos are. Yeah, and it's just like he so much has been going like wrong for like he's just it's like nothing. What has worked for him, right? Like yeah, Trump dunks on him regularly. Uh, Disney's mm -hmm. kicking his ass for trying to like stop them from being like you know decent. Like and Disney's a corporation with probably with like a lot of questionable practices you could call out, but Disney's trying to be decent and like respect as they should, the rights of people of the LGBTQ plus community because they're just people like the fucking rest of us. And he wants to throw a hissy fit over it. And now they're like counter-suing him. Yeah. Right? Which is hilarious. He Amazing. tries to launch on Twitter with his with a fanboy and Elon Musk. And Elon Musk continues to make himself look even worse. And a guy with like an ego who I know searches his own name, the way he resolves his cognitive dissonance of like what he thinks he is and what people see him as, I mean he just thinks everyone who hates him is a bot but like my god yeah. i mean i'll get i'll give him that the ability to resolve to reconcile those two images is crazy to me yeah no, that absolutely. goes wrong and his and i mean political merch sucks in general but his political merch is ass uh i haven't even seen any of it but for context uh the descent the I, I saw this around there are ron desantis caps like baseball caps that you can buy right mm -hmm. and it says desantis 2024 Make America Florida. God. But he's even jacking Trump's like make America great again. The dude has never had an original. Well, thought. he's doing like American comeback, right? That was also one. Yeah, which things. also make America great again and great American comeback. Are you kidding me? 
It's like the same thing. Oh you know what God. else is funny too is on the hat. It doesn't just say "Make America Florida." The F in Florida is just the shape of the state of Florida, which looks nothing like an F. Oh my God, that's awful. <laughs> Make America Florida. Make America Florida, man. Make America Florida, Florida. Oh God. Also, Trump already bodied him on the response. Oh, what he? That was a crazy edit. Is Trump becoming yeah. a leftist? <laughs> <laughs> That was kind of based by him to compare DeSantis to Hitler. I can't even. That lie. was crazy out the gate. Yeah, no, Trump literally. Um, there were a few things. One, when the video was put out of him, like just walk, like like the video that was before the spaces, Trump on Truth Media just went and said his collar is too big, <laughs> <laughs> which is insane. To you know, say. It'd be crazier, and this would be like a fu- if Trump does like a like a truth, like I don't know what they're called, like truth spaces. Sure. Um, um, and like they like don't crash. He just he hosts one just called Ron DeSantis is over party. <laughs> um, so Ron DeSantis that, is they... over party. A million truthers doesn't crash. He would oh he would dunk on Elon Musk and DeSantis in one fell swoop. It it then yeah he released a video that I guess his campaign put together that was. It was the Twitter spaces, and it was like it was a joke about how it was like breaking, glitching out. And it was like a guy doing like it was like AI voices, Elon Musk doing like impersonations DeSantis, of like the worst people ever, George Soros, which is like that's another not even gonna touch that. Um, Adolf Hitler, Hitler <laughs> the Adolf Hitler, and the actual devil in the Twitter space, and all of them talking together, and like. The devil literally called them all gay in the video. That was like part of it. That was insane. Um, all I can say is that right there is going to be a lot more viral than anything in that Twitter space. Okay. And I'm not saying that Trump, like, like I'm not saying everything in that video I signed off on, but that is going to draw a lot more eyes than that Twitter space. It's crazy how, like, I hate Trump. I hate DeSantis, but like in the fight of two idiots, I dislike. Santis is getting cooked. He's getting washed, man. It's already Elon over. Musk gets cooked on a regular basis, and he decided to jump in and get cooked even more. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's 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 like I said, it's a it's Ron disaster. Politics out is so here, okay? like politics is infuriating because it is so important to the lives of all of us, especially those in marginalized communities who have like been fighting the good fight for just like equal mm-hmm. treatment and equity in this country. And it's yeah. so sad, and like it's it's why like I think a lot of people are just end up becoming like disinterested or just kind of disconnecting from it because yeah. these are decisions that impacts people lives people's lives on a daily level. We've uh, like an everyday basis. We've talked about like the disgusting like transphobia in this country. We've talked mm-hmm. about the mass shooting stuff on the podcast, and it's so fucked that like the decision like the people who would make those decisions are acting like this is fucking WWE. Yeah, like Trump no, is cutting course. promos, but he's cutting promos, and those promos are better than the, the promos. The actual like attempt at campaigning. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, let me tell you, those promos are working better than the campaign that DeSantis is running. The only way that this, the 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 DeSantis Elon Musk disgusting brothers relationship continues to get worse <laughs> is if like DeSantis makes Trump. Uh, DeSantis is like Musk is going to be my VP. That right? could never happen um you don't think no i mean like it it is like the most online thing he could do but 
the fact that the VP is like the second in command for the office and um, you have to be American born to be president. I don't know if you have to be American born to be vice president, but the idea of the vice president is not American born. I don't think would sit right with GOP voters. So right. that's but all it's just, I'll say. It's like, like you said, like DeSantis is such like this, like on like, like just this unmoving mass of a person. Yeah. And he's hitching his wagon to a person who gets dunked on so regularly. Yeah, no, exactly. I a person who Je- publicly kind of like like begged for Trump to come back to his platform, right? Or like was mm-hmm. like kind of like kind of like kind of like getting on hands and knees and putting his hands up and saying, "Please, like come back. I'll give you your account back." And he was like, "Fuck that, no." Yeah. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Like the the amazing thing is like right now that I think um uh first of all the the field that has announced for 2024 for the gop is like so embarrassing um and it's like it's going to be trump it's not even going to be close okay he is going to i think the polling numbers suggest that it is yeah it's it's already over man i'm just gonna say it unless there like something crazy happens it's already over um but the people that have announced are like trump uh desantis nikki haley vivek ramaswamy Who's not even like a politician? I'm taking his Indian card away. He ain't one of us, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Tim Scott, and like that's it. And like Larry Elder, and like you don't even know who Larry Elder is, right? No, I don't even know. Who exactly. He is. Sounds like a fucking so, like a fake character in like a Kiefer Sutherland show. He he is a conservative um, talk show host in California that ran in the recall election against uh, Newsom and then Newsom like won his recall by like a billion percent. So he said, I'm gonna um, run it back on a bigger stage. I'm gonna run it back for president, which is crazy. Um I like it's it's so over, man. That's all I'm gonna say. It's so over. For Trump and DeSantis, I'm afraid it is gonna be Jover. That's the yeah. prediction on this show. Uh I think Biden is not like like here's the thing. Like I I I am very much for like the like we need to like we need to revamp something because these the two party system is producing like like awful people or like people who don't do anything or people who don't do enough it feels like so yeah. like I'm all for reconstructing it but like between the two like I mean Joe Biden's gonna win pretty easy too I don't think I think he will also I'm just gonna say this that um for a while I've been a guy it's like yeah I think we need like more parties you know and like I think like four parties would be good. I think about like the UK and I look at like what a disaster their government is. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I mean, I think we need something to try and break the polarization a little bit, right? Because the I problem agree. I think people have is like people's beliefs are not adequately represented by just two things. Obviously, yes. because there's, there's like you even see within parties, like being a Republican can mean like you're like, you know, like, I don't know, something like, a, like you're like, you know, conservative about like, I don't know, economic shit or whatever, which is like the classic thing people say. And then you're like a straight up Nazi. And then like being a Democrat can be like you being like really progressive to you being like fucking Nancy Pelosi. Like th- that's the problem we have. Mm-hmm. It's like there's too much of a spectrum and it's not captured by two things. I don't know if it would work. I mean, like I know Canada does like rank choice voting with all of their different groups. So I don't yeah. know. But what I do know and what you should know now as a listener and what maybe you probably already did know as a listener because y'all are smart. Uh, DeSantis has zero sauce. Yeah, it's already over. I'd like to congratulate Donald Trump on the 2024 uh, Republican nomination. And I'd like to That's congratulate uh, Dark Brandon himself. 
uh, canonically yeah, on, unwitting, unwitting the 2024 election. <laughs> this is crazy, bro. I'm talking about politics like it's a fucking manga canon, non-canon. Absolutely. Thing. Where it's it's so it's so scuffed, man. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, you know what else is a uh, scuffed? What? <laughs> <laughs> I got this one. I won't fumble this one. What else is scuffed? Online what? discourse. Scuffed. It always is. We talked about how being chronically online is bad for you. But people, they don't listen to this this show. The show that could have saved them for making a Twitter thread that's really long for no fucking reason about doing something that no one cared that you were doing. But, unfortunately, this person, they didn't listen. And now, we gotta talk about them. Catch y'all on the next topic. That was good, right? That was good. Catch y'all on the next topic. Okay. so you know we've done op-ed smackdowns this isn't an op-ed of course but i think this is the first where we're going to kind of like dunk on like a thread or an op-ed and it like disappears as we're doing the episode that we're going to talk about it on yeah this is crazy um so go ahead yeah (laughs) we're i'm I'm not gonna say the name of the lady because i don't want to just like bring more attention to her or whatever you know i'm just gonna keep it anonymous um so this is a case of someone being like way too online. So for context, way too online and having way too like much like self-importance, I think. Too. Absolutely. Way too much self-importance. So to ke- to keep, to give context, um, Taylor Swift has recently started dating Maddie Healy. Maddie Healy is the lead singer of the 1975 and Maddie Healy went on uh, the sequel to come town, the Adam Friedland show and he made some jokes that Stan Twitter has had some offense at. Um, I'm was, not going to comment. Some edgy humor. We'll just say yeah. That. I'm we'll not going to comment on what is too far or like whatever in comedy, but like that's just you know the context of it is that a lot of people have now labeled him as basically Hitler for <laughs> going on the Adam Friedman. Yeah, show. I mean, like more accurately, I guess, like or not accurately, more specifically, like Islamophobic or. I, I honestly I don't even know where that one came from. Racist, I, I, like, heard, like, I've seen a lot problematic. of problematic. Like, well, just problematic is the we'll, Matt we'll Healy say, is a problematic guy. I don't really think that that needs much. The Twitter has deemed him um, evil for a while, so that's I mean, currently I think you, what's. Would you and I, would you agree that he is? He's like a problematic dude. Oh, he's got yeah, he's got weird opinions and stuff. Absolutely, yeah. No, I'm, do you I'm not remember? Trying to the, do you remember? There's like a clip I remember mm-hmm. when like. Uh, what is it? There was like a clip of like, I saw like a TikTok of him at a conference. He was about to say something. And like one of the guys just started playing oh, yes. the song. <laughs> I, yes, he was, a, he was at a concert. He said, you see, I don't think it's racist to say. And then his, his guitar <laughs> just started playing. <laughs> he's like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, he's something. All right. That's for sure. Yeah, no, he's wild. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, we were going to talk about this uh, Twitter thread that this uh, this woman had put together, and it was really funny. And like it had said, definitely like a case of being online a little, like being online a lot, a lot. And mm-hmm. then she privated her account, so like I was literally like, pulling up the tweets as we like wrapped up the last bit about you know DeSantis and his uh, his little minion and Elon Musk, and uh, mm-hmm. it was gone, disappeared. It was gone. So yeah. we're kind of stitching it together from screenshots and just sort of general 
Yeah, to to give y'all like I have like six tweets here from like the six. It was sixteen tweets long, which is crazy. It's very but, long. It was a thread you couldn't comment on. I think it was one of those like only people yeah. she added. Yeah, it was sixteen tweets long. How many how many tweets do you have, Asam? Just curious. <laughs> Two. You've done better than me. Okay, then I'll go ahead with mine. And if there's anything that you have that I don't, you can go ahead. Right. Yeah, let's go for it. So I have the first tweet she made. And she started out by saying, before I leave for NYC, here is my thread on seeing Taylor this weekend while she is dating a racist Islam. I'm sorry. Just the like, before I, it's, first of all, it's... why before you leave? I know, right? But also like this just announcement, like, just right? This just declaration of like, This declaration yeah. of like, hey guys, I know you, people have really been asking me about this. It's like, who are you? She don't care, like, you know? I mean, she's definitely has more followers and reach than either of us, but this comes, this is like a self-importance thing that we're like, who was asking you this question that you felt the need to post? Yeah. To give you an idea, this is someone with 9,000 followers on Twitter, and I'm sure that follower count went up, like, as this thread was going on, you know? So I can't verify well, that, I'm sure. People wanted to hear more of what you had to say. Oh, it's, absolutely. It looks like yeah, it's I, the I, same, but yeah. I bet so people followed out, out of like a troll, you know, so we'll say that mm -hmm. she was at 9,000 or less when she was tweeting this. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, before I leave NYC, here's my thread on seeing Taylor this weekend while she's dating a racist, Islamophobic, anti-Semitic, overall problematic white man. Okay, like this is the part that's driving me insane about Twitter, though. They're like literally painting him out to be Hitler. Like it's crazy, you know? Like, yeah, that's problematic, not, dude. Fair enough if you think like. You, and you I, can just I, say. Also, why? Why do you like? I I'm not usually one to say this, right? But why did you have to say problematic white man? <laughs> like, what's the? It's like, is that what it is? Yeah, I mean, I I agree with you because <laughs> we're at a point where we've gone through racist, Islamophobic, and anti-Semitic. So, I, first of all, saying problematic is redundant. Second of all, yeah. I mean, like, obviously, there's implications of like when you're a white person doing these things, but like. I don't think it matters at the point. Once we find out this is a racist, like, Islamophobic, anti-Semitic person, I don't think it matters anymore. It, it doesn't matter that he's white or not. <laughs> like, he's just so a bad saying. person at that point. Like, who cares? Like, that—that that is hilarious. And I will say, this is a white person saying this too, so, like, I don't know. But, like... It feels... A, and we'll talk about it. But, like, yeah, I just think it's funny that, like, she led with, like, the worst things. So, it's like, at this yeah. point... I this dude sucks. Him being a white dude or like yeah. not a dude or you know being a girl or you know being me, me tweet like me tweeting three tonight. groups of people. Me tweeting tonight before I listen to Karma, uh, the Ice Spice Taylor Swift remix. Here is my thread on uh, why I'm okay with doing this while she's dating a white man. <laughs> That'd be funnier, honestly. That yeah. would be just while she's way dating funnier. a white man. Then it, feels like like a, then it feels like a like a shit post a little bit, or it's funnier yeah. to me. So she says, while I don't necessarily quote unquote owe anyone this thread, it is important to me to take my public leadership seriously. <laughs> That's what I think annoys me is like I don't think people were asking her for this thread. Now, if you are having some weird conflicted feelings about going to the Taylor Swift concert because of the person she's with. That's fine, and it. I get like there's some rationalizing that maybe you need to do. Why are you posting it? So to give an idea, like we this need person... to encourage people to buy journals. I am telling you, this is a uh, journal. Yes. Like this is something you write in a journal to get it out of your head and on a piece of paper. 
so to, to give an idea of like what this person does, I'm, again, I'm not going to say specific organization name. I'm not going to say her name specifically. I don't want to just like redirect energy at her that um, I'm sure she's already getting a lot of people tweeting at her and everything. But yeah. um, her, her organization, she's an executive director for uh, what is described as a church where women thrive so i guess it's like a, a christian like maybe it's a christian church with like a feminist lean that's that's great happy for you like that that's great but also i will say this this is something that has like like her organization has like less than four thousand followers on twitter yes you are in a public space but you are not like someone who is so important in this world that people are going to be asking you outside of your direct circle of influence and your direct circle of friends mm -hmm. about this potentially if that's the case, you can talk about this with people within your organization. Like, you don't need to put this in public on a website that everyone can see. Also, and I'm like, I'm like looking through some of the tweets talking about this and the general discourse around it, and like, make they make a very good point. Why is the discourse around her dating him and not just the fact that he might be a shitty? If you think he's a shitty yeah. person, shouldn't more of your energy be directed at Maddie Healy and not Taylor Swift? Yeah. She, like, I, I understand being with someone does come off as a direct endorsement of who they are and that can include mm -hmm. their problematic opinions or things that they've said but he still said them right like why are we writing think pieces about the woman dating the guy for choosing to date him and not just the guy himself you know yeah no absolutely um so to keep going on with some things that uh this woman said uh she said taylor is doing something wrong and harmful by date like by dating maddie um she doesn't hold responsibility for men's actions she does hold response she says does with all caps hold responsibility for her own my biggest commitment is to keep oh, following him the accountable lead. though his actions are worse to me yes exactly my biggest commitment is to keep following the lead of marginalized fans in this situation and <laughs> this is the best part following that lead i'm choosing to go this weekend <laughs> Are the marginalized people in the room with us right now? That's what I'm saying, right? It's like, who did you talk to? Like, who, who are you? you like... Are they in the room with us right now? <laughs> also, here's the thing where this becomes chronically online. I saw a lot of quote tweets of this that were just like, who cares? Who the hell was on you about this? Or like, nope. pe people being like, guess what? Actual activism and things that are going to make an impact do not involve you showing solidarity by choosing to or not go to her concert. I'm going no, to be honest with you. It doesn't make that much of a difference. No one without a Twitter account even knows what you're talking about with the Maddie Healy stuff. Like, dead serious. If you don't have a Twitter account, you do not understand. Like, you have no context know there's, like, for this. this. weird civil war being waged inside the Taylor Swift fandom. I, is it confirmed yeah. that they're even dating? I mean, they oh, they're dating. Are. Yeah, they're dating. Okay. He was at her concerts and, like, they were spotted in public holding hands. I yeah, tell but that's the thing, right? This comes from being, like, super obsessed or into an artist and being online a lot. And I look yeah. the, the the art the discussion here isn't really even about it doesn't it's not even about like Maddie Healy and how you feel about him, problematic or not to you, mm -hmm. right? It's more so about the need to write an entire Twitter thread to justify a decision you made. You're an adult who's made a choice to go to this concert. And I promise you you could have gone and no one would have cared. No one the same cared. marginalized communities you're talking about, plenty of those people will be at the concert. Yeah. Also, they have like real issues to fight. Like, this is performative know? activism. If you chose yeah. to not go, no one cares. 
They're currently like working on fighting for things like equal pay in the workplace for people of like minority and of uh, uh, for women things like that. You know, it's like th this. They they aren't on the picket line about break up with Maddie Healy Taylor. You know, this is not important. Um, to continue on, she says, "I know that I have to continue to interrogate if I'm just looking for marginalized fans saying it is okay." to keep being a fan because that's what I want to hear and not listening to everyone. I know that end result may be disengaging with Taylor's music for a time or forever. Mm -hmm. Just very dramatic. Just like, I like, again, no one really cares. I'm sorry. Like, that's just like, so, uh, it's, again, it I'm, feels I'm so performative, right? This is like, you're chronically online. So you feel this pressure that you have to like make mm -hmm. statements and you have to grandstand, right? Yeah. Canceling Taylor Swift over this dude she's dating, who is, I will, I can, I, I can see him being problematic. I've not really, I don't know the jokes and stuff he's made, but like, I know Maddie Healy's a fucking insane person. So like, I'm not. Surprised. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, there's bigger fish to fry. Like, mm -hmm. if Taylor Swift was dating, like, someone, like, who was, like, more actively awful, like, you know, like, in, like, a Kanye West tier of anti-Semitism kind of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that like, yeah. that level of outspoken. And it's just, like, to me, it's just weird that, like, why is she getting think pieces for this? Yeah, no, exactly. It's the person she's dating who's the problem. That's who you have to hold more accountable. And then on top yes, of that... Yes. I don't think he's a bad at like he's not a great guy. I could see that, but I don't think he's like at that level where it's like you know, you're like dating Hitler. If that makes no, exactly. sense, no, exactly. Yeah, no, I agree. Like it's like sure, like he probably is kind of ignorant about some things. That's fine. Like it's there's a lot of people in this world like that. <laughs> um, I'm I'm sorry that like he is not as enlightened as you'd hope, and I'm sorry that Taylor is dating him and that's making you upset. But there are so many other things happening in this world that matter so much more. <laughs> yeah, that's um, kind of what it comes down to. I think like I was looking through the quotes and I saw like Hassan, and he was like, "We're never getting free healthcare." <laughs> because this is what we're talking about. We're talking about like yeah. who a celebrity, two celebrities are dating each other. That mm -hmm. is not the issue of our times, man. We got bigger fish to fry. We got bigger shit to worry about. And you're writing a 16-tweet thread just to go to the concert anyway. Yeah, yeah. Go! I promise go. you, no one else who is gone is getting the same level of – is going to get criticism for it. No one cares. No one cares. I don't think and most like, people knew this was, like, an issue to begin with until, like, you know – you know what yeah, I mean? Most people still don't know. <laughs> like, it's not like – it's yeah, like, like 10 you, people who listen to our show are going to be like, ah, cool. Yeah, if you don't have a Twitter account, you have no idea what is happening. Like, that is, like, an absolute fact. It's it's so simple. You can be like, man, I wish Taylor did, wasn't dating a shitty guy, but you can also go to her fucking concert. It's fine. Oh, man. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So here are two other tweets, Val, as you said that. Hey, go ahead. I'm planning to try, like, also, like, this is something that's really funny. Also, minority communities have, I'm, like, differing opinions on issues, right? They're not there's no There is no monolith. Yes, absolutely. That is very important to note. Um, I'm planning to try and post with freedom now this weekend. Stop posting. Stop posting. No That's one would have cared if you – no one was going to see you post. Here's the thing. 
at the, and this would be chronically online, I would argue, in the first place. But if you posted a picture of you at the concert and then someone replied with, what do you think about Taylor Swift dating Matt Healy or Matty Healy? And you can, sure, you can say it. Like, that's fine. Someone has initiated the conversation to you on the platform, and then you can say, look, I would rather she not, blah, 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 whatever. But this mm-hmm. is performative activism. And also, she's trying to do this thing where she's like, I'm listening. And that's why I'm making my decision. Yeah, exactly. Like every trope um, of like the performative activism thing is in this thread. Yeah. So continuing, she says, and look, I can be sympathetic to this point. I have had a truly horrific five months and want to remember joy. I'm sorry to hear that. And I do hope that you have fun at this concert, despite the fact uh, that this all happened. I, I, I'm I will also say, fun. I will also say. This Twitter yeah. thread may have just made it about six months for you. Possibly. You. But no, people forget about this in like two days. It's okay. Yeah, like, I mean, that's the know. thing. It's, it's the, you have to understand how the mob mentality works. They'll stop. But yeah. it's a, such a – she invited this on herself, which is what's crazy. No, exactly, yeah. She said, I'm going to my favorite city with one of my favorite people to sing music that gives me many good things. Sure, that's perfectly fine. That's and a reasonable And go opinion. enjoy the show. Do it. Do it, Yeah. I've kept comments closed here because in this, I'm not looking for feedback or affirmation. Sure. <laughs> That's fine. And I guess you yeah. could argue she's treating it like as a Twitter. Like she, some people like just post to get shit off of their mind, but like, I just don't know why you would do it on a platform and they weren't like, it's a public platform just because people can't reply to your tweets. You are a public account. You were. Yeah. People see that shit. Yeah. Also, do you want to something funny? Um, her one tweet, like that started this, uh, to give you an idea of like the sand. First of all, Twitter's views, like the way they do it, are just like it, it's all fake. Um, but DeSantis, uh, you know, I said like seven hundred thousand was, wasn't a lot. Her first tweet in this thread said like twelve million views. I had a lot of quote tweets too. Yeah, in like less than twenty four hours. Um, uh, DeSantis got out viewed by the Taylor Swift performative activism lady yeah um i've kept comments close here because i'm not looking for feedback or affirmation i'm not going to dialogue with swifties who don't appreciate my criticism here and i'm not going to be lauded as some wonderful this fan person base, for... i mean most wait 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 wait, wait, wait this, this wait 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 this is the best part i'm not going i'm not looking to be lauded as some wonderful person for really doing the bare minimum oh don't worry no one's lauding you for this <laughs> Dude, okay, that's like there's the like pieces tele- of like, things she thinks make it a good thing, right? Like just like I'm listening to people. That is good to listen to other this people. This is I will say that this is the most telling part of it. She was expecting to get like DMs from people that follow her and people she know, like, oh my gosh, you are like so smart. Like <laughs> and oh my everyone gosh. clapped. <laughs> you are you are so thoughtful, you know? Like I can't like, like you the, like, just, like I stood up on the plane and said, you know, gave a speech and everyone started clapping, even the pilot. Like you you jet blew it. That's an old reference for yeah, the show. Um, but like dude it's that's an old supermarket reference for people that don't remember but yeah that pitchfork reviewer saying we're a bunch of inside jokes might have been (laughs) kind of right about that but (laughs) it's just like she put this like she's like putting herself on the cross in a way she's like putting herself out there like i need to atone for something no one was trying to get me to atone for and like here's the thing if you asked us hey aiden vasant what do you think about it i'd just be like the dating life of a rich person that doesn't give a shit about me does not affect me. It literally is the last. There's thing rich I think people about. who are doing things that more actively negatively affect, like 
the general population than Taylor Swift dating Maddie Healy, a relationship that I would wager will not last more than like a year probably because that's how these celeb relationships go. Mm-hmm. They, Absolutely. They, they get together. It's a big deal. People can't stop writing and tweeting and coming up with think pieces about it. They'll, they'll break up and then they'll find a new person and then they'll get think pieces about them. This is how it is. That's how it is. And the last tweet I have from this thread, and I imagine it's not that my tweets covered the two you had, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. The last tweet I have is like her final tweet of the thread. She said, if you are a fan of Taylor who falls into a marginalized group more intimately impacted by this, I would be happy and honored to hear from you, which is really sure. funny to say when, but I was going to say, which is really funny to say when you have replies off. Like, from and you've the start also made the thread. decision already. So like, what are you exactly listening yeah. for? Thanks for listening and for letting me be human. Sequined romper pictures coming soon. I don't think we're getting those. I don't think we're getting those pictures. It's just it's just one of those things where it just ultimately it's like a mix of being chronically online and just being a performative activist where it's like yeah. I don't think anyone was making an issue out of this. And frankly, like I like I said, like I understand like if people are dating bad people, regardless of the level of bad they are, whether they're like, you know, like Hitler or like mm-hmm. Trump levels of like, you know, like, you know, like, like there's levels to how awful someone is. But at the end if of the they're day, bad enough, if they're bad enough to be in the Trump video of the DeSantis campaign. Exactly. Actually, that's the scale. <laughs> yeah. The, the thing is, is like if the person you're dating is bad enough and it bothers you, I think that's fine. If that if like it bothers you, it bothers you. Fair enough. Yeah. If it makes you kind of reevaluate your relationship, but there aren't fine. They're, they're, these are normal things that happen, unfortunately, because you don't know these people that, you know, you like look up to or you enjoy their work. But what you don't need to do is like pretend that you like 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 the fact that you're having issues rationalizing. Don't start bringing in like activism and minority groups and things like that. Yeah. to Try and like stop it. Just what, what 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 I what I would also say, too, is like she's not your friend, you know, so like it's not like we have any worry that Maddie is doing anything like harmful to her. Right. No. So if there like if there were concerns amongst her fans because like Maddie had a history of abuse or like things like that, you know, or maybe I should rephrase that having a history of abusing other people don't want like don't want that to be misinterpreted um, under like I understand people being concerned, but like the idea that like you have to dedicate this much energy to like, oh, she might be dating kind of a bad guy that also is like probably overall like nice to her like it's it's and she's famous and you don't know her like it's not worth it you know it's just not worth the energy yeah and i understand there's kind of like a funny like hypocrisy to this like we're online to the point where we know about this chronically online thread of course we're dedicating like a chunk of this show to talk about it and we are aware of that trust me but i think yeah. it just like you said it just comes down to like you don't know these people now, it doesn't mean you can't be, like, disappointed in their decisions and be like, I, you know, I don't like this. But at the sure. end of the day, we just, there is, like, there is a lot more that celebrities do that is worse than Taylor Swift dating Maddie Healy. That Army Hammer's awful. eating people, dude. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, you know? Ezra Miller is in a blockbuster film that's coming out in, like, a month. They, by the way, the fact that we've not seen Ezra Miller in, like, months, I genuinely think DC has them in a dungeon. <laughs> G- you know? DC has Ezra Miller locked up, and they're just they're just like 
they're pacing the room and they're just playing shallow over and over and over again <laughs> to try to desensitize Tell them. To something, the... girl. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, at the end of the day, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of what chronically online comes down to. These are not conversations you have in real life with a person. It goes as far yeah. as like, oh, she's with Maddie Healy, and you might just be like, eh, gross. Yeah. Anyway, like turn on song. turn on that song with Ice Spice she just released. Because <laughs> Kama is my boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to think about what Ice Spice's verse might be like, you know. But... I'm going to listen to it probably later today just because I'm curious. Absolutely. And Ice Spice like... is really the voice of our generation. More monthly listeners than the Beatles. So That's crazy, but good for her. <laughs> I mean, to um... be fair, the Beatles, like old like old acts are getting their ass kicked by oh, new of acts course, on yeah, like, yeah. monthly listeners. So. I, I just imagine Ice Spice, you know, like they say, calm, like, it would be so funny if she dropped a reference to Maddie Healy in that verse. I, I would respect this the was hell. Recorded. I mean, it's got to be kind of. It, it must have been so soon, dude. I'm, I'm this. This feels like a bit of a PR thing, honestly. Um, but it would be so funny if, like, she said something like, let me think. Um, it's like, so car, car like, karma's your new boyfriend. Um. Uh, we used to hit it up on the West End, 1975, uh-huh. blaring out the speakers, smoking on California reefer, something like that. Like just okay, like just like something. Us? Are you cooking? Yeah. Okay. Just something like that. I don't know. That's off the top right there. That's pretty trash, but sure. <laughs> it would have been funnier if you kept going with that. Then you were like, yeah, that's off the top. I'm somewhat of a writer myself. <laughs> I'm somewhat of a writer, actually. Um, that's like going to like a full 64 bar. <laughs> Let me give you a quick 16 real, no, <laughs> real quick. Yeah, no, real quick. Let me just, uh, you know. Um, oh, All I'm saying they is. They say your boyfriend is karma. It's okay. Now it seems like your boyfriend is dharma. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, no, Juicy J already ha- has the market uh, corner Jeffrey on Dahmer, Jeffrey yeah. Dahmer rap lyrics. Juicy J has claimed that one. Yeah, look, all all that all look all that matters. Listen to Karma. Grab your da da da. Let's just mm-hmm. move on. Grab your da da da. But yeah. that's all I. That's all I think. That's all we got. I think it's all we got. Yeah. <laughs> way more time talking about the Twitter thread than I thought. But I guess the fact we spent like ten minutes trying to find it, I guess we were like, we're gonna yeah. get something out of this. We're gonna get something out of it. Okay. Well. As usual, hope you enjoyed the episode. We appreciate all of y'all for rocking with us. And as always, Aiden, stay creamy. Stay creamy. Words to live by. Peace out, y'all. See you in the next one. Peace.